King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Last week, in Season 1, Episode 20, we heard from my father, Dr. Maurice Martinez, who has preserved a special code on the Underground Railroad to Mexico that the black Indians of New Orleans preserved to guide people to Mexico who were escaping slavery. The week before, in Season 1, Episode 20, we talked about the Haitian that was beaten at the United States border by a Border Patrol agent and Haiti's impact on doubling the size of the United States of America. Now this week we're going to be talking about the Great Wall of Africa, the Empire of Benin's 10,000 mile long wall. Now I'm going to share with you today several excerpts from my book called The Great Wall of Africa, the Empire of Benin's 10,000 mile long wall, which is the first book written on this topic. Nestled in the southern section of modern day Nigeria are the remnants of a civilization so vast that one of its crowning achievements has never been matched by any civilization that has existed on the planet, including all modern societies. Archaeologically known as the ancient linear earthworks of Benin and Nishan, the Great Wall of Africa, also known as the Great Wall of Benin, is almost 10,000 miles long and at some points reaches almost 60 feet in height. Even though it holds a place in the 1982 Guinness Book of World Records as the most massive structure that has ever been constructed, almost no one outside of a select few archaeologists and specialists has heard of its enormous breath. This book, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire Beneath 10,000 Mile Long Wall, attempts 
to change that forever. The Great Wall of Africa consists of the Great Walls of Benin, which are called Ia by the people of Benin. To understand the enormity of the Great Wall of Africa, one must consider the magnitude of Earth displaced to construct it. The Great Wall of Benin contains more than 100 times the material of the Great Pyramid in Egypt, Pharaoh Khufu's Pyramid. This is no minor feat because the Great Pyramid is a massive structure containing more than 30 Empire State Buildings worth of stone. In all, more than 9.1 billion cubic feet of earth was used to build the Great Wall of Benin over an 800-year time period. The average height of each wall is 3 meters or just under 10 feet high. However, some of the Ia Tower, almost 60 feet in height, 18 meters, and have a trench below them that adds another 6 feet or 2 meters to them. This brings the total height from the bottom of the trench to the top of the wall to more than 65 feet or 20 meters. The Ia cover more than 2,500 square miles of land area. This massive effort took more than 150 million man hours to construct. Simply put, if all of the material was taken from all of the buildings on New York City's borough of Manhattan, there would not be enough substance to build the Great Wall of Africa. The Great Wall of Africa contains more material than all of the financial district's buildings, all of Midtown Manhattan's buildings, and all of Uptown Manhattan's or Harlem's buildings combined. The ancient Edo and Ashan people of the Benin Empire who built the Great Wall of Africa had no bulldozers, cranes, or other equipment from the Caterpillar Corporation. They had no backhoe loaders, articulated trucks, or asphalt pavers. They employed not a single cold plant or compactor, electric rope shovel, excavator, or feller buncher. They did not have forest machines, foreigners, harvesters, or hydraulic mining shovels. The Edo used no skitters, underground hard rock machines, underground long wall machines, wheel dozers, or wheel excavators. What they had was in many ways more impressive than all of these things. They were standing on the history of a continent that built 4,800 year old pyramids before the present that were 48 stories high, smelting carbon steel 2,000 years before the present, sent 2,400 ships to America 181 years Years before Christopher Columbus produced the first universities in the world, understood how to perform surgery on the eye to remove cataracts 700 years ago, and that had charted star systems that were not discovered by Europeans and Americans until the Einstein orbiting satellite observed them in 1996. And so that was an excerpt from my book, The Great Wall of Africa, The Empire of Benin's 10,000 Mile Long Wall. Now, we'll talk about this book in future podcasts and continue this discussion. Yet part of the reason I wrote this book is that I couldn't believe that it took decades of studies in African studies to come across this material. It was buried in a chapter or two of a few books, and there were some very obscure archaeological publications on it. But there should be hundreds, if not thousands, of books written about the Great Wall of Africa but there weren't any. So I wrote the first book to tell the story. Number one of the Great Wall of Africa and number two of the Benin Obas or Kings and People. Number three to discuss the stolen bronzes. With regard to the wall, I want to leave you with these thoughts, with these questions. How is it possible for anyone to build such a monumental structure and for it to have gone unnoticed for so many years? Who created this arrangement? 
Would it be possible for anyone else to create such a massive structure that is recognized by places like the Guinness Book of World Records and not have it mentioned in any school, classroom, or school book? Why is the Great Wall of Africa, the Empire of Benin's 10,000-mile-long wall unknown? As always, we conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast with an original poetry or hip-hop track by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The Great Wall of Benin Spanning Lands With more material than all the buildings in New York City's Manhattan. A wall constructed with African hands. You can have your fellow bunchers and tractors too. And you still can't create what the people of Benin created through and through. The Great Wall of Africa. The Empire Benin's 10th. Thousand mile long wall kept the people of Benin, the civilization of the Obas, and all of their dreams redeemed for century after century that the sunbeams still shine on African greens. The Great Wall of Africa, as it was meant to be, protection for the African against slavery protection for the people of Benin against the Portuguese, protection of the king against the British fleets of drum-playing men who tried to hide their guns inside of their instrumental drums, but the governors of Benin kept them on the run, and the daughters and sons of the Benin kingdom would not allow another one to come along and sing the song of colonialism's Europe and all that was wrong. What should you ask yourself? Why has it been so long, so long since the Great Wall of Benin has been recognized, so long since they continue to tell our children lies, so long since you were told that all you could ever be was a slave brought in a slave ship across the Atlantic Sea. But if you open a book on African history, it's a start. But just know you will still be shrouded partially in mystery, like a novel that even when the facts are known, hide the stool, the throne, the palace, and keep the Benin bronzes stolen in European museum homes. And then they said, we might loan you one back in a quiet tone. 
but we are worried that you might steal what was originally your own. The American Museum of Natural History, the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the British Museum, will you build a replica of the Great Wall of Africa if you really have art? Will you take an atrium that is tall and wide and construct the Great Wall of Benin some 65 feet high? Will you tell the people that it was 10,000 miles long or will you act like you're shy and continue to lie? Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. When you have a chance, please pick a copy of my books up from Amazon. The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain. The Great Wall of Africa, the Empire of Benin's 10,000 mile long wall. And The Real Vibranium of Africa by Maurice Miles Martinez. Please feel free to contact me at MauriceMilesMartinez at gmail.com. That's MauriceMilesMartinez, all one word, at gmail.com. Or connect with me on LinkedIn. Please tune in next Saturday for another episode of the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. I will speak with you then. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new Bumble now when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you again for listening. The Real Wakandas of Africa is now available on all major platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please share this with your friends and family and ask them to subscribe to the podcast so that they can get weekly updates when the podcast is released.